Welcome back to the podcast that rocks. Weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. With me again is Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. There you go. You got your joke in. You feel better? <laughs> yeah, sure. I heard that laugh. You feel better. So... <laughs> Tonight is a busy night, so thank you all for tuning in that are here as people start filling in. I'm aware that the debate for the first presidential debate in the United States is starting tonight. I am going to be watching it later just on the recap. Also, I know Crash is like going in one of his long, long streams going over the Billboard Top 500 albums. So after that, I would recommend everyone skedaddle over to Crash's channel just to see where he is because he'll probably still be going by the time we're there. By the time we're done, I should say. Um, it'll be a multi-part stream for him. Like he's breaking it up into a couple days, just given his thoughts of those. Cause we talked about billboards top 500 albums of all time. Gretchen and I talked about it a little bit last week. Um, we specifically addressed the top 10 and then just went over some of the rock and alternative and metal albums that were featured. Gretchen agreed wholeheartedly with the beach boys being at number two. So I think it's pretty fair. Everything else. Right, Gretchen? Gretchen? Yeah, I tried to make me feel like you cut off, but I know you didn't. I knew you were just giving me the side. I would have purposely just cut myself off then. <laughs> um, there, like everyone else is saying, there are some very interesting choices on that list. It's worth checking out Crash's reactions, like blind reactions to him, because he still doesn't know what everyone's everything's listed on there. So check his channel out later. I'll link to one of the streams on GetRock.net, like on, in the comment section, pinned comment of this video on YouTube as well. For those listening in podcast land, that's Crash Thompson on YouTube. That's the name of his channel. Moving on, though, we have some other things to talk about this week. And just like the title of this episode is, it's Corey Taylor's Big Week. And if you're not aware, this Friday will be not only the release date for his debut solo album, CMFT, but it will also be the um, the release, I guess, the live premiere of his Live stream concert, Forum or Against Him, live at the Forum in Los Angeles. Everything's been recorded. This is a full production stage show. Pyro, Cherry Bombs, special guests. The entire new album, CMFT, will be performed along with Slipknot and Stone Sour songs performed by him and his backing band. So, it's quite the show. Um, Tickets are available if you want to check out, um, I believe it's CoreyTaylor.com. And on all Corey Taylor's socials, you'll find links to that as well. I got a ticket already. Gretchen and I will be watching that and reporting on it uh, after we see it this upcoming weekend. Corey also did a Facebook live Q&A with his friend on just earlier this afternoon. And it was about 30 minutes of just asking or answering random questions from anyone that was following on Facebook. It got as ridiculous as you think it would. <laughs> um, he was having fun with it. He doesn't have Facebook anymore. So he had someone else helping him out. Like everything was set up for him. And I think either someone was like moderating, handing him the specific questions, or he was just picking them out randomly. Either way, it's fine. Um, and what's interesting is he was great in how he handled a lot of things. One fan said, hey, um, I've loved you in Slipknot and Stone Sour for years, and so is my husband. Can you please say hi to my husband, Bob, for me? Corey's answer, <laughs> no. Next question. Oh. Yeah, just stuff like that. Um, some other, I don't, trying to think of some of the other good ones. The whole video saved on Corey Taylor's Facebook page, like the public Facebook page for Corey. Um, it's 31 minutes of that, of snark and ridiculous jokes and laughing. Anytime someone typed a question in all caps, Corey would scream his question and answer back at them. 
because that's how he reads all caps. So it's anything but a serious Q&A. So if you're looking for something fun like that, it's, it's right there for you. I will not be reviewing the upcoming Corey Taylor album, CMFT, because of two reasons. One, obvious conflict of interest is obvious. <laughs> I can handle reviewing the latest Deftones album because I've been a fan for 20 years and I don't have any personal knowledge of the album or the bandmates or them in their personal lives and stuff like that. So that's very different than um, reviewing Corey's album. Mm-hmm. So that's just my opinion on that. That's why. However, I'll talk about Corey's upcoming album. Lots of surprises. And it's not just one set style. You'll be hearing everything just like you heard with the title track to Highway 666, to Black Eyes Blue, to the new song that just came out, uh, Culture Head. There's a lot of variety. You will not get the same song twice, which is kind of refreshing. And again, this is all Corey's stuff. This is all brand new. This is stuff he's been working on and like slowly writing and like piecing ideas together for years. And he just, and he always kept his ideas with him. He just knew some of these song ideas would never work for Slipknot or Stone Sour. So that's part of the reason why. Mm-hmm. So, and the other reason why I did not review, I did not make a review for this album because I heard a lot of it uh, in advance. And like, again, with the obvious conflict of interest and then doing that and knowing what's coming, I felt it wasn't fair because me doing a review on that one would be too hard to put aside any feelings for it either way. But my informal quick review, I like it. Worth checking out. It's fun. It's a fun album in a not fun year. Yeah. It's one if, tw- if 2020 needed just a breath of fresh air to kick back and have fun or to jump around the house and have fun too more particularly, this is it. Give CMFT a chance on Friday. Play it loud in your home, not on your head not on your earbuds, but play it through speakers in your home like through your computer speakers or your Amazon devices or anything like that. Man, I'm glad I did not say the name because it probably would have started having a fit. Uh, that's the last thing I did in the, on the podcast. So that being said, definitely check it out. It'll be all over Friday. There's already four singles out right now anyway. So that's the reason why you won't see a review on that. However, what you can't expect this Friday is I will be doing a tier list discography. And I've already worked it out um, with who my special guest is. Um, I won't give too many spoilers away, but I'll give a hint. It's not with anyone in the Rock Coliseum, and it's someone that's never been on my channel before. I know. So I'll leave it at that. And it is a known figure, especially in the stuff we do. And for the band, I won't reveal that either. However, for like just hints for that, because you guys can wait two days before I post it on Patreon. You get nothing. I'm giving you some stuff. I'm letting you know it's coming on Friday (laughs) and Patreon Wednesday or Thursday. It depends on how soon I can get it edited and posted and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Big name band, household name band, band that's been requested many, many, many times. So it's not some unknown band that not that many people are going to be interested in. So. That being said, leave your guesses below. Yeah, <laughs> leave your guesses below for because we'll be hopefully recording that tomorrow midday. 
And again, the sooner I get it chopped up and recorded, the faster. It just depends how fast we get it recorded. It's just the time to block myself and my special guest for a while. And this has promised to be the longest tierless discography video. So Mm. we'll just leave that at that, too. It should be fun, though. I finished writing my latest uh, next list video. So I'll announce that one next week after I started editing that up. So expect that next week, hopefully. Before I take a little bit of a vacation with Gretchen, we'll be heading to the Smoky Mountains to get away from everything because we just want to, we want to go somewhere, but we also want to do social distancing. So that was the perfect idea. Yay. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Okay. I'll just announce this now because someone did ask, is your guest Fantano? No, it is not. (laughs) I'll give you that one. It is not Anthony Fantano. The needle drop that is a good guess. He's never been on my channel. He is a very known figure, way past more more known than me, probably than I'll ever will be. But no, it's not him. I don't even know if he knows I exist. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> Moving on. There have been some interesting things that have happened. Um, first, we'll go through this. Just some odd news for some of the heavier music fans. Uh, it broke yesterday, and Gretchen probably doesn't care about this band. This is a band I've like checked out on and off. Okay. And I say that just because I've never heard Gretchen talk about the band before. Mm. Fear factory. Never heard of them. Okay. See, I was right. There we go. (laughs) So fear factory has been around for 20 years. They are a heavy industrial band, loud, all their music, all the things that have been going on. Their singer, Burton Bell, after 20 years has left the band. He's fed up. He's fed up of being disrespected by his bandmates that are still in the band, have been there for years, and past bandmates, because Fear Factory has had a lot of band members go in and out. But Burton's always been there. He's always been the front. So that's wild. That's just worth pointing out, because also, for me, Fear Factory is one of the first album reviews I ever did online when I was like writing for a music site back in 2013. Mm. And they were still pumping out good music. And it's also interesting because Fear Factory still has a new album coming out in 2021. And Burton said his music, his voice is going to be on there. Like his stuff his is on the album. He's not going to like, it's still going to come out. But just by the time that album's out, he'll be have long gone from the band. So it's another one of those situations. Everyone's guessing about the tier list discography. Is the person a music related person or not? I mean... <laughs> That's kind of a bad. That's a loaded <laughs> question, kind of. Because, um, uh, like, am I a music related person? I sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, and that. Line, I guess, like, I guess, like me, I'm not. Okay, yeah, that's fair. So, yeah. Person, okay, so. so yes, then I would say compared, like, comparatively, like for me compared and other me. people, yes. And final answer, just to cut down. Uh, no, you know what? No, I'm just gonna let people guess. No more. As well, they keep guessing. No more spoilers. No more spoilers. With Fear Factory, that new <laughs> album will count in 2021. There should be more statements, especially from the rest other albums or other band members that have come out that have worked on past albums, because there have been many Fear Factory albums over the years. They were staples of Ozfest and international festivals and stuff like that for 20 years. And now he's done. Now he's fed up. So I just think that was kind of intense. So worth pointing out <laughs> for all you Fear Factory fans. Play your favorite loud, heavy industrial music. 
it's not really true industrial in the sense of like Nine Inch Nails or uh, Ministry, but still, it's like uh, that bridge between industrial and metal. It's loud and angry, and it's really good. So, mm. so that's some unfortunate news. Now we're going to move on to some anniversaries, and there's some unique ones. The first one I posted on Instagram today was Alice in Chains had not has one big anniversary, but they actually have two anniversaries. Alice in Chains on September 29th, respectively, for the different years, had two major albums come out. The first one being Dirt, their sophomore album. Game changer. This established Alice in Chains past being just one album. They were a staple of music, MTV, the grunge movement, everything. That was September 29th, many years ago in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. The second anniversary for Alice in Chains today was 11 years ago when they came with their comeback album, Black Gives Way to Blue, their first album after Lane Staley passed away. Because there was a long gap between albums for Alice in Chains because of that. And Mm -hmm. when they got William Duvall, a lot of people, understandably, were throwing their fists in the air in revolt saying, you cannot replace Lane, are you crazy? And to be fair, that's a unique voice. William Duvall's doing a great job still. And when you close your eyes, when you hear Alice in Chains live now, I just shot them in 2018. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes and listen to him live. You get that presence of Lane in his voice. So I posted the question on Instagram. What's your favorite uh, song or album from this generation of Alice in Chains since 2011? Black Gives Way to Blue, The Devil Put Dinosaurs Here, Rainier Fog, you know, Rainier Fog. I always get the pronunciation on everything wrong. <laughs> um Leave your leave comments about that too. I'm very interested about that because it's still really good. It'll be interesting to hear what they have to do going forward as well. So, other stuff coming up uh, for anniversary wise, and this one I think is very unique because I have personal just memories from it. Because this is where I was already established as a rock fan, alternative fan, metal fan. This is as soft as it gets, really, for a time where soft music and alternative and rock was not really highlighted. Coldplay's Parachutes came out 20 years ago. Wow. That is the album with Yellow and, you know, Trouble. And that was 20 years ago. The band will be celebrating with a special edition vinyl coming out later this year. A yellow vinyl, oddly, because perfect coincidence. I remember listening to rock at alternative stations and heavier music stations. You would hear Metallica and then Creed or Limp Bizkit in the year 2000. You would hear Godsmack and then Coldplay. Like that, seamless. Yeah. And do you know the band all the DJs were talking about back then? Coldplay. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how good the album is, how it's something different, how these British guys actually have some meaning and some talent and boy did they prove it so i just thought that was very interesting because 20 years now since i first heard yellow on the radio this was so it's just it does feel a little bit weird thinking about it that way because i associate 20 years ago with so many other different bands in that true in that trl generation that time frame when trl dictated so much music in so many genres in the mainstream and then coldplay right. coldplay of all bands broke through that's a big deal 
And Paris Juice is not even like my favorite album from Coldplay. That's number three on the list of Coldplay. Because like my first two, my favorite albums from Coldplay, it's a tie for number one. Between A Rush of Blood to the Head and Viva La Vida. Mm. Then comes Parachutes. But still, you would never hear me throw down Parachutes or talk bad about it. So I just thought that was actually pretty nice to see that little announcement. I don't know if they're going to do anything else. Again, Coldplay's massive tour to promote their most recent album that came out at the end of last year. It got covid What's the good way to say it? It got coroned. That's probably more grammatically correct. You know, just like every other big tour, they had a big world tour going on, planned. It got coroned. So, unfortunately, we will get... That'll just have to wait, along with everyone else, to make 2021 the best year ever with every concert and festival we can imagine. That's what we want. Everyone will be taken off from work, be like, I've got a concert. Can you just go to one? Yeah, but we're making up for an entire year. Yes, yes, I did just take one, but I saved up all my PTO in 2020 because I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. What are you going to do now? Stop me from using my vacation time? <laughs> exactly. Be like, I have to use it or lose it. Exactly. And think about how many jobs, both salary and wage, that do, like, you cure PTO and vacation time. No one's taking off for 2020. <laughs> no. 2021's going to have a lot of vacation hours taken off. God, yeah. So... Me too. Yeah, you know. So just think about that. Uh, I've never seen Coldplay live. I know Mark has Spectrum Pulse. He says they're amazing. And I would love to see Coldplay live someday. I'd love to shoot Coldplay. I don't know if I'll ever get that opportunity. I don't know if they're photo pit or soundboard. For all the concert photographers and people in the photography out there, that means if you get really up close like I'm used to for festivals and concerts, or if I have to like shoot significant distance away with like a big bring a big telezoom lens so but i'm a big i've been a coldplay fan since 2000 and even the 2010 and beyond albums that have come out while many people like just like just kind of ignore them i still think they're solid Mm -hmm. they haven't put out a bad album they put out like albums that really didn't do much for me that's very fair where i haven't gone back to as much but i would never say they're bad so that's my stance on Coldplay with all this stuff. So some nice little anniversaries I wanted to talk about. Um, now, should okay, Gretchen, should we go to the mainstream top three first, or should we go to something more ridiculous first? Mm, let's do the top three and then save the ridiculous. Okay, that's very fair. Thank you for being the decisive voice on that. Let me load this up. Just- which is rare for me to be decisive in any fashion. Well, that's fine. I'm glad you did. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. So, as I load the list up, I've loaded the list up for this week on the Billboard Mainstream Rock Songs Top 3. At number three is Dangerous from Seether, falling a couple spots. It was all so. It's peak. Well, not a couple spots. It peaked at number two before falling to number three, so it did not make number one, unfortunately. But they have many other number one songs, and this song's not going anywhere. And if Sirius XM and FM Radio have their way, see, there will be that song will be around for a long time. You, <laughs> if you like Seether, I I don't hate Seether by any means. I'm just saying, Radio <laughs> loves Seether. I was about to say, and of all songs, that's that's not a bad one. It's re- you. no, you're real. It, you're right. It's really not a bad one. It's not so ah. very fair. 
At number two, falling from the number one spot, is Metallica with the San Francisco Symphony, All Within My Hands. So Metallica has finally fallen from number one. And who could overtake Metallica with their redone version of All Within My Hands, but a cover song? At number one, Chris Cornell's unearthed cover of Patience, previously by Guns N' Roses. And he sounds great in it. Yeah. I don't remember. I remember reading before. I don't remember how long ago it was that he actually recorded it. Because I I mean, it was at least before 2017 when Chris Cornell passed away. Right. But yeah, um, I think his cover is great. Everyone knows my bias with Soundgarden and Chris Cornell anyway. But so, (laughs) I mean, anyone that's ever watched a Rock Coliseum video or a live stream knows what sits right behind me. My like my custom-made piece that I made with my Soundgarden stuff, so. I think it's cool, though. I'm glad it got to number one. I don't see it being number one for long, because, again, he has passed away long ago, and it's a cover song. So I do see yeah. some more shakeups coming up soon, and there are more, and there are definitely other songs still moving all over the place on the top ten. So just keep that in mind, too. But, I was about to say, yeah, if there was any kind of shifts below it. Mm-hmm. There definitely are. Because <laughs> um, some songs are moving up, some songs are still moving down. I won't go through all of them, but it's interesting. Like, Death by Rock and Roll and Atlas Falls are still in the top ten. Oh, really? Death by Rock and Roll is still in the top ten, along with Atlas Falls, you know? So, both those songs were number one for a while, too. Especially Death by Rock and Roll. They had the number one for three weeks. Great for the Pretty Reckless. And it's still getting radio play, which I think is great, so... Nice. Mm-hmm. And then there's... And it's not like they just kind of completely disappear. Once. Yeah, and sometimes that does happen, especially since they had to push back their album release due to everything right. going on. So I think that's cool to see. I hope to see them on the road in 2021, whether that's festival or they have a tour. I feel like Dead Pose would be the perfect opening band for yeah. Pretty Reckless. I don't know how, that would, how to make that happen, but it should happen. Well, I mean, they were supposed to be at festivals. The Pretty Reckless? Yes, they were. Yeah. And yeah. Dead Posey already has done festivals, so it's possible that could happen for 2021 festivals when they announce them. So I hope they do. So, other than that, um, we'll talk about a few things right now. I was, I'm not going to be able to do it, unfortunately, but however, there are some big things going on. Smith & Myers, Gretchen's Boys, will be doing a recorded virtual concert for like media and outlets and stuff that they'll show later. To highlight some of their stuff of their upcoming albums, Smith and, album Smith and Byers, Volumes 1 and 2. It's a collection of good songs and, ba- and cover songs, like um, Bad at Love, which is available now. It's on my <laughs> website. It's solid, guys. It's really good. And then we get to a very interesting cover that was released that we talked about last week. That would be Smith and Myers' cover of Bad Guy by Billie <laughs> Eilish. So, I would like to ask Gretchen, would you like to talk about it first, or should I? Um, you can talk about it first. Okay, fair. <laughs> I don't hate it, mm-hmm. but it's weird. Yeah, that's pretty much all I can say about it. <laughs> it's weird. Like, it, the first minute is fine. It, like, it just sounds like Smith & Myers doing a cover of Bad Guy. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. But after that halfway point, 
it doesn't just take a turn. It takes this weird acid trip turn into some into left field. It goes all over the place. I don't know. It's it's wildly different from the first half. Yeah, and I mean that's the original. It's it amplifies the original too. Sorry to cut you off like that. Go yeah. ahead. Um, like the original song, you know, you you've got that first part, and then all of a sudden it takes that deep, just like thunk, just goes right yeah, on down. Exactly. And it's just a lot of like um, speak, like just her talking, uh-huh. still in the song. Um, and so I could see them emulating that, but it was just a little strange how they went about it. Yeah, I, I like again, I don't hate it. But man, oh man, this was literally the envision me just sitting at my desk Friday morning, or no, it wasn't Friday morning. It was like a Tuesday that Tuesday morning when I got sent it pre like pre, like sent it just for yeah. a public release, scratching my head, going, "Oh, huh." I just yeah, I just, I mean, I don't I don't dislike it by any means. Right. Um, are there other covers that they've done that I like a whole lot better? Agree. Yeah. yeah, we all know um, Shinedown's ability to make covers is not in question. Mm-mm. That's not um, that's not the argument. The argument is, um, what what happened halfway through when you were recording this, guys? <laughs> and hey, to each their own, and how they interpret it, and how they want to interpret it. Very and how true. They want to make it a unique sound. Very true. Um, I would listen to this all day before any of those songs in my top 10 worst cover songs list. It's I'd not, it, it, it's not even day. close. So I'd listen to this all day compared to, um, three days, grace cover. Of their, ang- their angsty <laughs> edgy cover of Gautier. <laughs> where he's, that's, where he's singing to himself. That one wouldn't bother me as much if they had someone else, anyone else right. singing the second part. It was just, it was, oh man, that was, yeah. Of all the cover that songs I've, that might be the worst cover song they have this year. Like, that I've heard this year. I don't know. I'd really have to think about that. I don't think I'm going to do a list of, I do enough year-end lists, I don't think I'm going to add another list of worst cover songs of 2020. I was going to say, you could just have a video entirely of that. Like, because there have been enough. <laughs> there have been enough, that's for sure. But, Both uh, definitely went down to Georgia covers on there. Which um, there's been like three. Which one? Wait, what, there's a third one. Corn, uh-huh. Nickelback. Uh-huh. I could have swore there was a third. So yeah, I just need those two. Okay, well let's just say two. Uh, if I can't think of the third, okay, so there's two right there. Uh, both would go on the list. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't put corns on there just because uh, it's boring. Well, you don't like corn though. No. <laughs> I don't like corn, but this one's boring. See, the thing is, I get what you're saying. It should, I feel like that's more of a novelty. It's just corn playing Devil with Down to Georgia. That's it. Corn being boring. Nickelback <laughs> intentionally made it edgy. They threw in a ton of profanity for no reason. It's like, which isn't even really Nickelback either. <laughs> Stupid. No. This is the first thing we've heard from Nickelback in several years, and that's what you did? I get that they recorded it a while ago. But they had yeah. special guests, and the guitar work, the guitar solos were killer. But that does not make the song automatically good. So what other covers have come out this year? Because honestly, oh, I can't you keep really up. could do 
I, you could do an entire list at the end. There have been many. Talk about some good ones. We talked about the Chris Cornell one. Seven Dust did an amazing cover, speaking of Chris Cornell, mm-hmm. of Soundgarden's The Day I Tried to Live. That's a cover I would suggest everyone seek out. They play that one a lot on Sirius XM too. Seven Dust, The Day I Tried to Live, covering Soundgarden's yeah. song. That that's, one was a good one. That was a great one. So that's one I think solid. Um, someone's just said that Biffy Clyro did a cover of WAP. No, thank you. Oh no, I'm set. Um, I'll take your I'll take your word for it. And someone else um, just said in the tr- in the chat, yeah, Primus is the only reason that anyone should ever listen to a cover of "Devil Went Down to Georgia." People just listen to that version of the song. They don't even listen to the original anymore. They just listen to the Primus <laughs> cover. So, uh, fun fact, and this isn't like. Well, I guess technically it is rock, but apparently back in July, uh, the, the artist Sam Smith did a, a cover of a Coldplay song. Oh, which song? Fix You. Okay. Off of X yeah, and just, Y. Okay. Just fun fact, I was I was Googling what cover songs have come from this year. Okay, so they're already, like, I typed in 2020 cover songs. There's already many articles and YouTubes. Yeah, yeah, there's there's already a ton. Um, I I wouldn't even know where to begin. Going through the best and worst, I see the Sam Smith when you're talking about "Fix You" for the Coldplay cover. Yeah. Man, oh man, Bombay Bicycle Club did one of Bonnie Ra- Raitt's that I didn't know about. Behemoth did one. I'm sorry. Behemoth did a a cover of one of the Cure's songs. Oh, okay. Called huh. Force. Interesting. I didn't even know that because again, Behemoth has been somewhat quiet. I know the singer did like his own little side project earlier this year. I think it was earlier this year, and that's yeah, already right. kind of been forgotten about. So, yeah, apparently this happened back in May. <laughs> so, like early when they, everyone was like, "Oh, let's do cover songs." Yes, that's when people started getting the idea. So, like, yeah. Hmm. Too much else. Yeah. Um, for bonus <laughs> points, if anyone would like to leave a comment, if you're watching this on YouTube, or adding me on Twitter at Rocknet or Instagram or whatever, um, if you know of a great or terrible cover song from 2020, not just of all time, like I did the list of just this year, 2020, let me know. I don't think, again, I don't think I would do a full video on that, but I am interested to hear because again, there's so many, there's just so many that there's no way I could even remember them all. It got to the point where there was like two or three a week. Yeah. And that is not an exaggeration, exaggeration. So sorry, I'm really having trouble pronouncing my words today. I should, I don't have any water near me. Oh, uh, It's not your fault. I ate too much today. I, have to, I worked out, but then I didn't drink enough water. I'm, I'm a mess right now. It's okay. I was about to say it's a Monday and it's not. So. No, it's not. It's Tuesday. So, yeah, it's just one of those long weeks. I'm trying to load the mainstream rock page again to see if I could see if there's any other cover songs. The page is very finicky. I think I might have to give up on this one, unfortunately, because I don't want to stall you guys too much. But again, just leave comments if you know of other cover songs this year because there have been so many mm-hmm. it's it, like way more i mean yeah in other genres too oh yeah and that's fine 
if they're great or terrible. Don't just list off covers that, oh, did you hear about this? They did a cover too. No, no. I want the op- the polar opposites. Something fantastic yeah. like Seven Dust with The Day I Tried to Live or something terrible like Three Days Grace covering Gautier. It has to be from 2020. Yeah, in 2020. So that narrows it down significantly. So, uh, so yeah, there's that's quite a bit. Man, oh, man. Other than that, I know it's still Corey Taylor week. Friday will be a big day for him. Other stuff going on right now. Um, we're on to the shenanigans. And I would like to say thank you to Joe Numbers of Wrestling Soup. If you're listening to this and you're a pro wrestling fan, check out the podcast Wrestling Soup that's been going for about 10 years strong now. It's fantastic. Thousands of downloads and views a week. Many, huge fan base. They do coverage after pay-per-views for WWE stuff. They're hilarious. The two guys who do it, Mission Joe. Um, Joe's a big music guy. And he sent me an interesting video today um, when they used to do the This Day in Metal videos on Facebook. And I promptly oh. sent it to Gretchen. Before that. I even before I even finished the video, I forwarded it to Gretchen because it was that ridiculous. Gretchen, something. Would you like to describe what video I sent you? Wasn't it from? Uh, it was a uh, 1986. Correct. And it was like in the parking lot before. A, was it Judas Priest? That's correct. Check. So the Judas Priest. Um, road crew and camera crew and just people doing documentaries and stuff. They were doing tour footage of the fans before the show, whether that's tailgating or just hanging out in the parking lot before the show at a big venue in the DC area in 1986. Yeah. Cause I'm, I commented that someone had a DC 101 shirt on and the yes. logo has not changed since then. So, I can't describe anything about this video without calling it drug-induced, depraved, degenerates of the 80s. I'll even say it was depraved, and that's a lot for me to say. This is stuff that's depraved. If if I was uh, Mr. Halford in the back and I saw this video, I'm like, you can't associate this stuff with us. You're going to ruin us. Be like, delete it now. They just interviewed random fans hanging around in the parking lot. I think at least 90% of every fan they had interviewed had either a bottle of beer, a can of beer, or pot. Or some drug. Or some type of drug. The reason I the reason I call it pot because they talk about joints quite a bit in this one. Um this was the mid-80s when Coke and drugs were rampant. And underage drinking at concerts was just, you know, whatever. Here's the thing. Um, One of the jokes that one of the drunk Judas Priest fans made with his friends on camera was, we don't want hands across America. We want joints across America. Just a big, giant joint. And then they all started giggling. Well, in post-COVID world, we're not sharing nothing. True. (laughs) One girl was interviewed where the interviewer behind the camera said, oh, you look dressed nice for the concert. And where she goes, yeah, I got, there's a bruise on my leg to where the interviewer asks your boyfriend do that. The girlfriend goes, yeah. And that's it. That's the end. That's the end of that little segment. 
Yeah, I got very confused by that. I'm like, does, does someone need to check on her? Like, yes. This was all before the show, by the way. But it's still yeah. nothing. This is not even like the top half of the bad things that happened in this like three minutes. I was about to three say. Three minutes. That- it's three minutes, one second. And this is not yeah. even the most depraved stuff. Now, within the first 60 seconds, they oh, interview a man. And Gretchen, I, this is exactly what you questioned about and everyone yeah. else did. They interviewed a Judas Priest fan. There was a man and two girls leaning back on a car, I believe. Was that it? They were like, yeah. they were okay. leaning back on a car. They first asked the man who had a beer in his hand. I'm 20 years old. They asked the girl sitting next to him. I'm 13 years old. Which she did not look 13. No. (laughs) And I hope she's not. Because literally the next shot is of them making out. Full on. Like not even just like Not not a smooch. No. Drunk open mouth kiss from two people who said he was 20 years old and she was 13. 13. Yeah. And then the next shot he goes, I'm joining the Air Force in two weeks. <laughs> to which Joe, Joe Numbus, sent the message to me after we were watching this. He goes, yeah, I'll bet he wants to leave the country right now. <laughs> no joke. He probably was like, well, I gotta sign up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you going to join the French Air Force? Is it on YouTube? Uh, someone just asked JT. It's on Facebook on the This Day in Metal page. I will link to it on GetRock.net when I make this post. Yeah, like a few years ago. Yeah, like the This Day in Metal post is from 2017, but I have yeah. the embed code. So just like when you see me post this on socials and stuff, that's when you can see it all. Um. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hmm? How did people survive the 80s? People laugh like uh, how there's a big generational divide or everyone's really angry with each other. Boomers are angry with Generation X or angry with Generation Z or angry with millennials. Guys, Generation X almost killed off everyone. (laughs) Three minutes and one second are all you need to show you that things were not well back then. It was bad. Again, we are just like given brief highlights. Yeah. And this video has no nudity. There's nothing else besides that kiss, which I still can't believe they recorded and posted and held on to for decades. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> someone just said, are Judas Priest fans going in the bin? Some of them are. Ugh. At least that guy, at least that, if like, if she really was 13 and he really was 20, ugh. Yeah. And again, this was in the parking lot of the venue. Just can of beer in this 20-year-old guy's hand. <laughs> Pulling his girl, that girl in for a big, fat kiss. Oh, oh. This is the first 30 seconds of the video. Later in the video, it's just the guys talking about metal and drugs, and that's it. Just like they can't even make full sentences. And that was a little trip down memory lane. I was just born. Gretchen was not even alive yet. And somehow we are still here. We survived that. And you know what? 2020 is a nightmare. But I like to think we're a bit more aware of what's right and wrong. At least relatively to those problems in 1986. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, so what I'm going to do for everyone in the chat right now, because I, I admit that's very unfair just to tease it like that, I will link that Facebook post in the chat right now. And it'll be on getrock.net. I'm not going to play the audio from it. Should I play the audio from it? Because I won't be I won't be flagged for anything. No. Gretchen won't be able to hear it. So Gretchen, are are you okay <coughs> with not being able to hear the first thirty seconds of this? Sure. Are you sure you're going to be okay? Because it's entertaining. I think I'll survive. Okay, so here's what you're about to hear. These are Judas Priest fans. Again, 20-year-old man and how old? Three other girls right by this old beat-up car in the parking lot. And boy, oh boy. You know what? I guess I do owe it to my audience for tuning in live. Let me see if I can share the screen. Oh my gosh. I'll try. Oh man. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Okay. It should be showing now. So let me know in the chat if you can hear. I'm 20 years old. I'm ready to rock. Oh, nope, can't. Sorry, we're having trouble playing this video. Maybe it finally got taken down. Yay. Oh, no, it didn't. Never mind. I'll try it again. Almost, guys. Almost had some justice in the world. Almost. I hope everyone can see this, play the audio, play it. Okay, yeah. So let's go back to Facebook posts. There we go. Here we go, guys. I'm David Elby. I'm 20 years old. I'm ready to rock. Dom, 13. Uh, Who are you here to see tonight? Judas Priest! <laughs> so Gretchen couldn't hear that. Um, no. Are, are you glad you couldn't hear that? Be honest. I'm glad to have not heard it again. Yeah. I did. I forgot that he didn't... Um, say, I didn't realize last when I first watched it with you that he says his full name... Oh, did he? It sounded like, or he at least said his first name. It sounded like he said his full name. Oh, God. Oh, what in the oh. world? Why? He has since, has since changed his name. <laughs> the Air Force made him. <laughs> the Air Force was like, bucko, Let, listen. I hope his parents, I hope her parents found out. Oh. He's his own problem now if he went to the Air Force. I hope her parents found out. Like, I'm hoping that maybe she was just kidding. Yeah, and that's very possible, because, like, he was with three other girls. Maybe they were just kidding around. It's like, ha ha, I'm only 13, ha First of all, that's really not funny. I was about to say, that's not cute. Second of all. Also, cool. yeah, uh, why would you want to be, like, even if she was, like, 17. Yeah. Still underage, but okay, at least that's a three-year difference. Why would she want to say she was 13? When you're a teenager, you always want to act older. Oh, yeah. So, did everyone get that in the chat room? Let me know. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. it looks like I see. Okay. Ew, ew, ew. Biggest bruh moments. Bruh. I needed adults. Yeah. <laughs> Too much juice in the brain. How did oh. heavy metal parking lot not become a meme? Oh, man. If, memes weren't around in the 80s, but yeah, this would have been a meme. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Judas Priest deserves better. You know, th- those weren't Puddle of Mud fans. Those were Judas Priest fans, too. I know. That was the sad thing about it. It's just like... Mm. Yeah. Incredibly unexpected. Right? Again, though, that much alcohol, that much drugs. It, uh, they could have just liked any band. It could have just been a show to go to at that point. There's a concert tonight? <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'd go to any concert, to be honest. Well, but. again, 80s, though, there were concerts all over the place, and every band was a millionaire, like, made tons of money back then, too. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, someone just said, actually, this transcends a bro moments. What the actual heck is wrong with that dude? Yeah, it's again, this, so I don't know why it was on that, this day in this, this day in metal, like this found this fan footage of Judas Priest, like fans, tour life, stuff like that, interviewing their fans in Washington, (laughs) DC. Oh, DC. Man. Oh man. (laughs) If that was the sample. And every single person you found in that three-minute clip was already drunk, high, both, and one of them was a pedophile. Boy, oh boy, that is not a good place to live. Yeah. Oh. So that's what the shenanigans were all about. Um, sorry to everyone that I've scarred, but if mm-hmm. when Joe sent that to me, again, I did not finish watching the video before I sent it to Gretchen. Oh, thanks. I'm so glad you could vet that for me. You had to no. You had to know. You totally would have wanted like to know about that. Boy, oh boy, love Judas Priest, and Mm. but man, the '80s were a wild time and not in a good way. Oh, '80s. Oh, '80s. You and your debauchery. Mm. Uh. So, other than that. Hopefully you guys are all doing well. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, we will have a tier, discography tier list video coming up on Friday, hopefully, recording it tomorrow. Also, Gretchen just posted some of her videos. She did a Q&A on body mods and things like that that she posted on her channel. Mm-hmm. So if you're into tattoos or piercing or just the all how-tos and care and things like that about body mods, you can check out her channel. Yeah. Other than that, I know today is a busy day for everything going on. The debate's going on right now. Crash is doing his live stream. I do recommend um, you go switch over to Crash's channel right now if he's still going on. And after that, since I know they're doing the live stream of the debates, the presidential debate on YouTube and on TV, you should be able to go back and watch it from the beginning if you're watching live. Otherwise, thank you guys again for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening on the podcast forums, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Apple, Google, Thank you guys for registering to vote. You know, you've heard us harp on that for a while. Gretchen and I just don't want this election decided on by people who did not vote. I want representation from the population this time. That's the big thing for me. So that way there's no argument. There's no electoral college won by this guy, but um, popular vote was by this guy. None of that anymore. I want true representation. Registering to vote, if you haven't already in the United States, is easy, fast, and free. You do it from your phone if you want. So, no more excuses. Thank you guys again. Hopefully you guys are all doing well. Check out Corey Taylor's new stuff on Friday, whether that's the new album to listen to, or if you can swing buying a ticket. It's $15 to $20. 
to watch the event. You have 72 hours to stream it as much as you want this upcoming weekend. And Gretchen, do you have anything you would like to close with? I mean, we've been saying the same thing since, like, what, March? But I am going to add one other thing to that, finally. Okay. This is just a reminder that the mask goes over your nose. Oh, I'm not supposed to stick it out like a piggy nose? No. Or you're not supposed to just wear it on your chin, or you're not supposed to just put it over your mouth. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that goes over your nose. Yeah. It's... Also, fun fact, I got tested for COVID last week, and it came back negative. That's right. Gretchen has no COVID, and that makes me happy. No COVID. So. As of last Tuesday. <laughs> As of last, well, I think you're still okay. So. I think I'm still okay. <laughs> so thank you guys again for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Thank you guys for supporting the channel. Stay tuned. Please subscribe on the main channel. Tell your friends about the podcast and check it out if they're into music news and things like that. We'll have more next week. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you guys again. Say goodbye, Gretchen. Bye, Gretchen. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to give you that last little joke. <laughs>